0: I think there's so many entrepreneurs just like me where they like marketing, they're good at sales, they're networking, they've got a good Instagram or social presence. And for them to be able to just focus on sell, 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 and then you guys and know and trust that you guys can handle the fulfillment probably better than they can because you've got years of experience, a massive team, processors and all of that jazz. It is the best of both worlds. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland, and change your life. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Living the Red Life podcast. Super excited. For today's episode, I've got Michael and Brittany here remotely. They didn't want to join me in the red office, so we're going to do it on Zoom. But if you're listening in, it won't make a difference. And we are going to dive into one of the coolest opportunities out there. I grew an agency for many years, as many of you know. And it's always a balance between selling, making money, growing the business, and then actually running the back end of the business and fulfilling. And these guys have the solution. Okay, so I'm super excited, guys. Welcome to the show. Excited to have you here. Thanks for having us. Cool. So let's dive straight in. The just sell method, right? Um, We'll circle back in a minute, but I know everyone's probably anxious to hear what this method is after I just teased it up. And you basically have solved the biggest pain of agency services, marketing services, which is fulfillment, client fulfillment, right? Half the people don't mind it. Half the people that own agencies or do marketing hate it. And you guys came in and you now offer that. Uh, Tell us a bit about that and how, how that all started.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, it started back in 2009 when I first started talking about SEO and people didn't even really know what it was. Right. And then, uh, as we grew about 2015, I realized that, uh, I kind of suck at sales. Right. So it became a white label solution for people, uh, for agencies. And that was a better fit so that we could focus on fulfillment, things like that. And then in, you know, 2017, 2018, Brittany came in and, uh, kind of took the reins and, and ran from there. So That's kind of just a high level of what we kind of did in regards to focusing on fulfillment versus, you know, going out as a a direct to retail type of uh, more of, like you said, like what pain was I probably trying to solve was my own, right? So I I stopped selling was, uh, was the idea where we would just do fulfillment for agencies or for other marketers.
2: Right. So I'll add on top of that, we have white labeled an entire agency in a box. Um, So simply put, you just sell, we do the rest. That's kind of our motto. Uh, We've taken over everything after cash collected, onboarding, client management, fulfillment, um, the whole management structure and housekeeping tabs on everything. So it really is as simple as just signing up and getting out there and selling our products.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's like I asked myself, where were you guys a few years ago? Because I literally remember I had the agency. We were doing millions a year. And, and I loved the marketing. I loved, a lot of my clients were close friends, loved working with them. But I also remember traveling in the world, and I was traveling uh, the Amalfi Coast in Italy. And I was up till 2 a.m. every day doing calls because of the time zone difference with my clients, right? I'm running 30 staff. And, you know, I would escape in the morning when it was like 5 a.m. for everyone in America, go do all my tourist stuff in the morning because the time zone difference. And then from like two o'clock till midnight or 1am, maybe even 2am, I was, uh, you know, doing all the fulfillment, the client calls working with the clients. And I think there's so many entrepreneurs just like me where they like marketing they they're good at sales, they're networking, they've got a good Instagram or social presence and for them to be able to just focus on sell, sell, sell. Um, and then you guys and know and trust that you guys can handle the fulfillment probably better than they can. Cause you've got years of experience, a massive team processes and all of that jazz it's the best of both worlds and what sort of results do you find the clients get when they are able to just focus on sales and you focus on fulfillment
2: yeah so from an agency owner standpoint we've helped um like single entrepreneurs scale seven figure agencies yeah Yeah. actually we we pulled one in to help coach our other agency partners now um he's been selling our products for years and had a lot of success and so um it's It's incredible what you can do when you just focus on growing the business and getting out of the weeds um, and leaving that up to us. That's actually where Michael and I have a lot more passion. I would say to his point, right? We're not salespeople, Um, but we really like to focus on a client experience. Uh, We have a a really good pulse on how clients are feeling. So we put a lot of emphasis on the client experience as much as the results for their campaigns. Um, Our job is to be their biggest cheerleader and give your brand a, a great name a great reputation and you're leaning on us to do that. So we put a ton of things in place um, to really help with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's the best of both worlds, really, because it's that whole law of like focus, right? Like if you can just focus on one thing versus two things, it, you're going to do it better. There's no denying that, right? So it's like if I can just focus on selling, like gosh knows how where my agency would be now, right? It'd probably have been double or triple the size if all I had to do was travel to events build my social presence build my sales funnel and sell but actually I did very little of that because I was spending all my time making my clients with a bunch of money which is why eventually I got out of it and appointed a CEO so I could go back into marketing for myself and you know I've done tens of millions since I'm glad I made that decision but really if I had met you guys earlier I wouldn't have had to right I could have had you guys ruin the show and I could have just been the face of the brand so I mean you know, this is an amazing opportunity for everyone on the spectrum. Like you have major influencers and marketers that have millions of followers. They could probably spin up a whole new business and make a million dollars just selling an agency. Right. And they probably don't even think of it that way or think about it. So you have the big, you know, the big brands that you can basically build an agency for uh, as almost like business partners, really. Right. And then you've obviously got agency owners just like me that were, trying to grow a brand, trying to trying to grow the agency. And maybe they outsource some of it. Maybe it's all of it eventually once they see the magic working. And then they can just sell and focus on as the name is, right? And they can just sell and focus on growing the business. And then I think the other big part is everyone wants to go online these days, especially, you know, in the last couple of years, what happened, right? So people start drop shipping, but that's kind of dying and there's always problems. So there's like this whole like, You're basically drop shipping for agencies, right? It's like, hey, you don't need to manufacture the product anymore. Well, you're doing the same. You know, maybe that should be a headline you test on Facebook ads. Um, But you're basically doing the same, right? It's like, I just sell a product and then you guys fulfill it. just like drop shipping. So there's like that whole new entrepreneur that loves social media and marketing and stuff that you could also help.
2: Yeah. And I think we've taken the guesswork out of creating the product. That was, I think, one of the harder things when you start a digital marketing agency you have to learn the best practices. You have to learn how to put everything in place. Um, and as we continue growing, we continue expanding our product lines. We continue yeah. trying to figure out.
0: How well, do you change it 20 times too, right? It's like, I'm going to do this. And then client complains. Oh, well, I'll do it this way. And then it's like, you know, two years later, you changed it 20 times. Or you've done all that guesswork. You've gone through the BS. You've gone through the hundred iterations, I'm guessing. And then it's like, this is the sweet spot.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And every learning experience that Michael and I have had over the years, we put in a little section for expectations that when you're selling, you're also stating kind of here's the caveats, here's the things you should know. So we're helping to prevent future churn by allowing them to lean on our experience in those situations where we've had to make mistakes. We've had to learn and grow from them. Um so it's a it's a great way to like bypass all of those struggles as you're scaling.
0: Good. Love it, love it. And while um What would you say like are you kind of saving some agencies as well where there's agencies that are like closing down or struggling or losing clients maybe and you kind of swoop in and then like fix everything take it over and now they're able to grow again or is it more people just start with you when they start a new agency and they never actually see the pain of trying to run the fulfillment side
2: uh, we definitely have helped solved a lot of problems uh, for agencies. I, we had an agency, they were making about 50K a month and okay. their operations were just falling apart. Part of it was that I think they didn't have the people management skills sure. in place to, to keep tabs on everything. But it's also really hard to dial in systems and processes. Like it's a special mindset to do something like that, especially in a virtual world where you're working with a lot of freelancers. You're trying to make sure that everything's happening in an online way. You're not like in an office. Um, And so we've absolutely stepped in. And we just had someone this week who is letting go half of his team and using our team in place because we have much better client facing, you know, practices. We have the ability to be very transparent about the things we're doing to clients. So um, the coolest part I've always said about our agency is that one, we can help anyone at any stage because of the way we're set up. And two, we can easily kind of put who we want in the seat of who's receiving all of our work and deliverables and communication. So even in a large agency, we're still a great use of the extension of a team versus going out and hiring more people, right? For some, it's more profitable to use us because we pay for all of our tools and systems. We pay for a lot of the hard yeah. business. So um, yeah, it's such a cool, like, it's just such a poor cool solution that we- you No, know, I
0: mean, my software costs were like 15 grand a month. Just, you know, it's peak, right? So I didn't even think of that. You're saving that. But okay, so let's talk about profits. I've got to ask and people listening are probably like, oh, you know, it sounds great. But if I'm charging five grand a month for a client, am I giving away four grand a month to you guys and only making a small bit? Like, how does the pricing work?
2: Michael? You're
0: there. Yeah, usually, um, you know, most people
1: double, double our prices, right? So our prices- okay you know, wholesale and then you double them. So if you're at 5,000 a month, you would sign up for a $2,500 package, right? The big difference for us and what we always, like I'm very protective of, of the clients is setting the expectations properly. If those expectations are properly set yeah. and they pay five grand, okay, then the, then everything's great. It's just like when somebody sells them a $20,000 website and they're buying a template for $1,000, those so, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: the, them, right, Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a middle ground, right? Yeah, but, exactly. Like, but usually, a hundred percent markup is usually how um most people price. Do our pricing?
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm going to interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests, and I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money Yeah. And I mean, well,
1: and if you think about it just real quick, if you think about it, if you have that internal team already, that's kind of more, it's usually 60% is usually that margin or what your cost of goods sold is, is usually around 60%.
0: Yeah. My my, my staff costs were like 50% and then I have like 15, 20% random. Right. So I was like a 35% profit margin, which, you know, I was doing three, four, five million a year. So it's still good profit. Um, but, you know, the time suck was the difference. I think mean, is the difference too. And I'm unique that like I'm a creative face of the brand marketer speak on stage and I'm really great at operating and numbers and data. And most people aren't like me, right? Like they suck at one of the two. They're either great at like marketing, being the face of the brand videos, ads, networking, blah, blah, blah. And they have zero, you know, and it's like, they have their old best friend from high school running their business with their wife, you know? Um, and then some people are the opposite of it where they're awesome at the operations, and but they don't want to be a CEO and they don't want to travel and they don't want to deal with attorneys and all that. So for most people, when they, you know, if they're, especially on the that first side where they're great at marketing, branding, getting clients, they love building their own funnels. They love doing sales and high ticket sales. Then having you guys take care of the rest just lets them, get a hundred percent focused on their superpower which every good entrepreneur knows it's like focused on what you're great at and then outsource what you're not great at right or build a team around what you're not so great at and then i guess you guys are that side and that's all you do so you're obviously going to do it better than someone else yeah so so what are the sort of services say i wanted makes me want to go regrow my agency now because it's just like I could have just sent everything to you so say I'm looking at growing an agency or starting an agency or increasing my current what I'm currently doing as um, I, you know people listening to this are thinking about you know they have a big following maybe a lot of my listeners have a big following or they do marketing and they've never thought about a done for you element because of all the bs that comes with it they might go wait well wait I you know I'm selling this course I'm selling this 2k maybe now I could sell a reoccurring 5K a month and use you guys. Well, what can they sell? Like what sort of services could they offer with you guys?
2: Yeah, so we have pretty much everything under the digital marketing umbrella. Uh, we do SEO, I would say is like our biggest service. We have a lot of clients in here for SEO, Google ads, social ads, organic social websites, and then Bionic, WP is our hosting sister company. Um, and it's the same type of experience. Uh, Michael, maybe you can talk.
1: Yeah, so it's to Rudy's point where um, if you do one thing, you do it really well. My father-in-law talks about spinning plates at the circus, right? If you're spinning a ton of plates, you see the guy starts dropping plates, right? So what we've done is Brittany now has become the CEO of 51 Blocks and I've moved over to Bionic to grow that because since 2009 to 21, we had about 400 hosting accounts and now Bionic has about 2,700 hosting accounts, right? So. It's pretty rapid growth in regards to, um, you know, really looking for what agencies and, and, and like marketers or people that want to be a little more hands-off, like we manage everything inside the WordPress or for the website. We even do unlimited edits for like $39 a month type of stuff. Right. So you can not have to be a WordPress expert in that space. And the reason I built that company was because to the pain, I couldn't find anybody to do what I wanted to do. They had to always say, hey, that's a problem. Go talk to your developer. And those are like curse words at our at our company. You can't say so, that, right? So you have to find the problem, point it out, or address yep. it for them.
0: So so just to confirm on so just to confirm on that side, you know, I know on the other side of the business, even non-agency owners, if they're hosting a WordPress site right now you know, they're probably using GoDaddy or one of these, right? So you're saying they could switch to you and you would run more than GoDaddy would run? Correct. We do more than what
1: they do. More. It's a more high touch, like manage the website, make sure it ever gets hacked,
0: we fix it for free. There's a high level security, all that type <laughs> That's of stuff. Right. I got hacked. I don't know if I've ever told you. I got hacked one time at Grant Cardona's first event. Okay, so this was a long time ago. Right. And not at his, it wasn't actually at his event, it wasn't his fault. I was, this was back in my fitness days. I remember I was in Vegas working and I was visiting two friends from the UK, two of my old best friends that were out there for a wedding. And I remember spending all day sat on the strip at a Starbucks because my site had just got hacked, my fitness site. And this was back when I was spending five, 10, 15 grand a day and it was doing well and it was great. But uh, yeah, I didn't know as much about what I know now. And I just had one developer. he wasn't very good. And I had a couple of other CDs. Um, and then I flew from Vegas to Miami for Grant's first event. And I remember it's like Tim Grover shouting on stage. And I'm there trying to get these Chinese hackers off my website, the <laughs> background working. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, you never think about, like, you know what I mean? It's going to happen to you, right? It's kind of like oh, getting in a car crash or something or being hit by lightning. Um, and then we realized over the time, not only the security side, but then I learned that, you know, if your site's slower than three, four, five seconds, it yep. drastically lowers conversion rate. And if you're listening to this podcast now and you have a website, first thing you should do after this is go check your speed load because if it's probably eight seconds, 10 seconds, some of you are way over the 10 seconds, you're just losing thousands of sales, right? Half your sales because people will bounce. So actually having good hosting and then the security that you don't have to worry about, all that sort of stuff. I think it's awesome. And obviously it blends super well with an agency because they can then get all their clients on there and white label that and then they don't have to worry about it for their clients. So I, I love that synergy.
1: Yeah, it, it's really worked well. It's helped support both because Brittany and I believe in the same customer service level. So it really works well for both of them. Great.
0: Great. So, so last couple of questions I have, if I'm about, if I'm listening to this and I want to start digital marketing, right? A lot of people want to get into social media. They want to get into digital marketing. They want to get online, right? Make money online. And they've maybe looked at drop shipping or start a social media agency. How, how would you say they start? How do they get going with you maybe, or figure out what packages and prices they could put together? Talk me through that.
2: Yeah so i think they could definitely reach out to us we we help coach people in that space too um, right. Just in a casual sales call we can sit down and kind of talk through some of those things so it's it's really a matter of identifying you know what are you passionate about who could
0: you so, so, and that's like a free call like you'll help map out a business yeah, like plan almost on. with them yeah
2: exactly. yeah we help on calls with people who aren't even active partners with us active partners meaning they have clients with us yeah um we help coach them through a lot of that, their package setup, what what niches we see that are actually performing really well these days. So there's some guidance in there. Well,
0: you have all that back-end data too, right? We haven't even touched on that. Like You can kind of get these, just like being a you know a warehouse in China that's shipping all the stuff out, they know secretly, oh, we're selling 30,000 of those yellow rubber ducks right now. They're trending, right? Yeah. You guys are the same. I'm like, hey, these eight agencies are killing it. So that, that's like obviously super awesome because you've got all that data. Sorry, sorry, keep going, but I thought that's super important.
2: No, it's, it is it is an important point because we talk to agency owners every single day. We see how they set up their businesses. We see how they set up their packages. We see their pitches. So I will say everybody is a little bit different and unique. And this is where it gets to be, Rudy, to your point, like you're in a creative space, right? You get to be the face of your brand. You get to do all of this. We help guide you based on the data that we have, the support that we have on all the sales scopes and all that kind of stuff. Um, And we'll help you put it together so that you can get out there and confidently pitch. We also join sales calls as people are getting started. So I'm like their operations person. I can help walk someone through what the process looks like. Um, We can do a little strategy on the call. So, you know, a couple of times a week, I'm usually joining someone else's sales call for their agency so that I can help be a, a supportive member on their team.
0: So, you know, they're like getting some support, like a COO without the hundred, you know, the six figure salary too, kind of thing. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, look, when you start, like I started my agency and, you know, I did, I took some of my fitness staff over, but most people are starting with a couple of freelancers on Upwork, right. And they have no clue what to do. So to get all that, that's super awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, you guys are gonna just keep growing because it's getting harder and harder and harder to be a marketer, to be a social media you know, guru, right? And there's a lot of kids, young people out there. They don't know how to run a business, really. They don't know how to figure out all that stuff. And it's not that they won't learn, right? That's experience and they will learn, but they don't have to maybe go through that five years of like clients getting upset. They're maybe not offering the service as well as they could down the line. Because they can kind of almost watch what you're doing and learn that side of it, and they do what they're great at, which is just selling, right? Which is I I love the I love the the name, I love the name, Uh, but
1: but we don't have any we don't have any contracts or anything like that. So at some point, I'll even build their own. So just
0: Mm -hmm. like drop like drop shipping, they could just test it. Hey, let's test it for a few months, a couple of months. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that's really
2: and we. we essentially meet with people and go, "What what is your ultimate goal? Like, yeah. what you? there's sometimes in my sales calls look more like therapy sessions because I'm actually helping to walk them through what their goals are. Um, but if someone's goal is to just use us at the beginning to see if they really want to take it in house, we still support that. I think at the end of the day, our job is to help support growth of a business, whether it's going to be with us for the long term or not. That you know will be determined, but. Our, our big job here is to help support anyone who needs help.
0: And I bet you get some that decide to take it in-house and then a few months later they come running back and say, oh, whoa, yeah. boy, I changed my mind, <laughs> we right? We have had that. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we get the same with, you know, people obviously hire us for the marketing and then they take it in-house and then realize that, hey, it's hard to find great people, <laughs> you know? It's, it's a constant battle. So cool. Well, just to wrap up, love, love everything. I think this is so exciting for so many people who can help So many people, whether it's, you know, social media influencers adding an element to what they can offer, whether it's agencies growing faster, using you guys, or whether it's startup entrepreneurs, a lot of people that want to live the red life, right? Which is all about making money on the internet, controlling your life, uh, being able to travel and live life on your terms. And this helps do that because they can start a business, partner with you, you get all your team and your experience. So that's why I wanted to have you guys on. Um, I mean, it's super synergistic um, to what we do, obviously. So where, you know, where do they go if they want to talk to you? They want to book that strategy call and talk about a business idea or an expansion idea or a partnership.
2: Yeah. 51blocks.com or bionicwp.com. Uh, you can go right to our websites. Those go right to Michael and I if they fill out our contact form.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And we'll put the link in the show notes and everything too. And when we post this and stuff. So guys any final words or any words of success or wisdom or advice anyone starting or scaling an agency before we wrap up i would just say
1: listen to rudy i mean he he clarified a lot of stuff for us over uh you know some stuff we worked with him on and it's it's it's, you know it's uh it's been an amazing journey so that's that'd be my advice so
0: cool all right guys appreciate having you on everyone listening uh, check these guys out, especially if you've ever been interested in the agency side. I've, uh, there's, I, I've for a long time, not w- liked the whole white label idea. We tried it lots of times. It didn't work. And I finally found someone I could trust, um, which was these guys, which is why I had them on. And we've, you know, been using them and um, working with them. And it's been awesome. And they're experts and professionals. So uh, check them out and uh, keep living the red life. Until next time, guys, take care. See you soon.